Right, George, this is me cold open. Okay. Um. Oh, I've got a cold. Have you just literally interpreted the phrase cold open? Well, it just it works, doesn't it? Because I've got a cold. And you know what? It is cold as well, isn't it, George? There is a bit of a chill. It's yeah. properly bitter. Mm. I've got a hoodie on. I never have a hoodie on. Yeah. So um, it's perfect, actually, for this spooky night. What, um, the, you mean the, the bitter chill? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's the day after Halloween. It's actually... Yeah. We sort of add the spooky bit now. It's November now. Yeah. So that's not ideal. But imagine, listeners, it's still spooky. We're recording this before Halloween. Mm. So well, are you going to get all? Are you going to be all down on this episode like you were last time? Yeah, I hate Halloween. You know, you know my policy. Can't, I was going to ask: Can this not just be a November special? Can we not no. just? <laughs> <laughs> no, I prepared. No. I prepared a super spooky Halloween special. In fact, listeners, wherever you are, I hope that you've got all the lights off. And uh, it's midnight, because it's going to get dark, this one. It's going to get really dark. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Play the spooky theme music. The the theme music's just the same, as it normally no, is. No, oh, fine, whatever. Sorry. Put, like, a sound of a bat in it or I'm something. I'm not putting bat sounds on it. It's fine. What sound does a bat make? Yeah. <laughs> I've got my hood up and I've got candles lit. It's like I'm at a seance. Anyway, you can do the intro now, George. Okay, that's good of you. (laughs) You're welcome. Hello and welcome to Series 3, Episode 7 of Crass. I'm George Walsh. And I'm Paul Austin. George, as always, I'd like to start by asking you a question. It's time for Paul's Question Time. Paul's Question Time. Paul's Question Time. George. Yes. Paul's Spooky Question Time. Although the question itself isn't actually spooky. Yeah. Have you ever had a really good bag of crisps? Yeah. Any sp- like, I want a specific bag, like a bag that was noticeably better than normal. Yeah, yeah, that happens. It usually happens. Do you know when crisps... <laughs> do you know when potatoes d- uh, sort of go a bit duff around August? Yes. I don't know, actually. Like, I'm not like... a potato farmer, so why would I know that? Well, you can tell if you ever, you know, go to the chippy or eat crisps but it's sort of like i have noticed that actually yeah but when you get back into it's it's when you have the first decent bag of crisps after that sometime in <laughs> september usually <laughs> yeah and it's magical i mean i i can't really name like a, a you know a specific brand or anything yeah. although i will say smith's salt and vinegar crisps are fantastic the they moment. are pretty they're, good they're really good they are good um, They're northern, aren't they, Smiths? Uh, no, no, I don't think no. so. They're well loved in the north, though. Yeah, because they're cheap. They sell them in home <laughs> bargains. That's why. 
Do you have home bargains where you live, or is that just a um, northern scally thing that we sort of have home bargains? We've got more B and M's. Yeah, B and M's are a bit few and far between. Certainly in Manchester, at least. I think. I think we've got one home bargains, but no, maybe we don't. I'm maybe I'm thinking of the home bargains in Manchester Mm. because I can't actually picture where it is in the Midlands. Do you think anyone's still listening at this point? <laughs> who is who is still listening full stop, George? That's true. That's true enough, oh, isn't it? We know who. We know who. Mm. We... Anyway, let's, let's forget about that. Yeah, I've, I've, I had a really good bag of crisps today. Oh, um, right. What, which ones were they? They were just Morrison's own salt and vinegar twirls. Mm. And there was a bag line around. And normally they're fine. They're all right. I quite like a salt and vinegar twirl. But I had one today and it was really yeah, good. It was proper vinegary. Yeah, and often it's then, good when the proper vinegary in it. Yeah, I think like you don't. I like salt and everything, but I prefer more vinegar than salt. Yeah, <laughs> some good crisp chat. Crisp here. chat. <laughs> if you were to revive the the idea of crisp chess, what pieces would you see? Let's the, not bring this up again. I was just wondering which pieces you see the salt and vinegar twists as. What could, they could be. Um, Bishop makes sense, doesn't it? <laughs> no. <laughs> Star crass correspondence. I mean, I'm normally quite a fan of your crass correspondence jingles, but I think, I think you've uh, I fucked that. We've one. seen, we've seen the one. limit of that jingle. I think. I think I fucked that. The problem was that I did the scream and I got lost in it and I forgot what the yeah. feature was called. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I should do something a bit more spooky, like a bit more kind of ooh, like ghoulish. Shall I try that? Well, like Vincent Price or something. Not like Vince, not, not camp. I'm not going to camp it up, am I? I'm going to go more no, kind of I just of thought that would be an more accidental byproduct of you doing it, oh, to be oh, honest. Typical. Right, I'm going to try a more ghoulish version. Stop the press. It is a bit Vincent Price, actually. I didn't even well, mean it. Well, I was it. just going to say, Halloween is just a campy thing with skeletons in it, it really. Is. So embrace the camp. Okay, I'll try. Know. Do it as Charles Hawtrey if you want. I'm not bothered. <laughs> he's not scary. No, but he's camp. I'll tell you what, though. Carry On Screaming is a good Halloween movie. Mm. <laughs> I'm gonna, right, let me do this fucking jingle. Right, okay. <laughs> Stop the presses! It's Crass Correspondence. That was Patricia Routledge. <laughs> <laughs> You'd have just thrown on its <laughs> bouquet at the end. You'd have been laughing. I'm not doing it again. That'll have to do. No. No. Well, have we had any... We've had uh, a few this crass... week. We have. We really yeah. have. I mean, I've had a few emails, George. A uh, little update mm. for you. I've got um, I've got an email from Network. Yeah. Um, unseen for 50 years, Dad's Army, The Lost Episodes. <laughs> just you know, it's, on, it's coming out on DVD and Blu-ray. Great. Um, <laughs> so I mean, that's just that's just one of my emails that hasn't been sent to the crass email. Just no, thought I'd update I, you on that. I got that email as well. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Well, it's because I ordered the man who haunted himself oh, from right, the yeah. other week. So I I signed up for um, information about the Monty Python Blu-ray pre-order. Yes, I want this. I do want to get it's this. It's quite expensive, isn't it? But it's a if lot, it but shows it... up where I work, I might put it by. Right, so going to the official Crass email account. Yeah. Um, we've had an email from uh, Dan. Mm. Another email. Long-time Crass listeners will know Dan as um, an eejit. Yeah. Hang um, on. <laughs> Keeps emailing the podcast, baby. He says, <laughs> he says, Dear Crass boys, I'd like to start by thanking you for the continued abuse, stroke, slander, stroke, character assassination that you've been sending to me through my emails. Have you been sending this? Because I'm not aware of this. Well, yeah, yeah, a few yeah. of them. Well, do you know, like a year ago when we were doing the second series, yeah. I'd have pulled you up for that. But now, I don't really care. That's what you get in this political climate can do to a person, listeners. Yeah. A few months of recording... Season three of Crass can do... To, it's more that, to be honest. Yeah, I we've, think that's true. I think we've both become just bitter over the course of... <laughs> bitter and twisted. Season. <laughs> <laughs> it's great and not at all upsetting to me and my sensitive self-esteem. Oh, boo-hoo. <laughs> it continues to shock me that you complain about the few have... Viewers. Viewers. We have listeners. It's an podcast. oral medium. Exactly. Uh, Dan, yeah. just for next time, you inevitably email. Viewers. Um, it's basic research. <laughs> listeners. Come on. Fucking hell. I mean, it, we say it all the time. Yep. Uh, how do you ever expect to gain new viewers? He says it again, George. It's fucking listeners, Dan. Listeners, when you treat them with such contempt, I don't think we're that contempt. We don't well, treat no, them with, but, we're not that bad. No, of course not. But I think you know people who can't get the basics right deserve contempt. Surely. Yeah. I mean, that's just we don't really expect to gain you, new yeah. listeners, do we? No, I think it's, I'm, I'm quite happy not having any listeners. Me too. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? Look at the stats, Paul. It's not that far off from that situation anyway, <laughs> to be honest. Yeah, all right. Okay, well, that's why I don't look at the stats. Yeah. Sorry, everyone. Um, but enough negativity. As we all know, you hate any criticism. Correct. Mm, yeah. yeah, of course we do. Uh, I love the new jingles that have been sprinkled in this season, and the new direction is brilliant. Okay, A, I mean, George just does the jingles. So I have no input in that, so thanks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and what new direction? Have I know, g- yeah, that's a baffling one. It's just the have same we... old shit, but worse. Yeah. Just a bit more bitter. More bitter, say. more grumpy, shitter. <laughs> <laughs> shitter. Nice one. Um, I can't get enough. Uh, I have some questions, if you'll indulge an old Aww. fool. Uh, Do we one, have to, Paul? Yes, come on, George. Fine. He's taking the time to email in. They might be good, and Jesus, we need stump- something to do. Yeah, that's true. That's true. One, what's the nerdiest thing you're into? Go on, oh, George. Fuck off. I mean, it's going to be hard to pick for you, isn't it? Because I, I'm not into anything nerdy, or because I'm into too many nerdy things. Well, pick you, take your pick. <laughs> but I mean, I don't like comic book films, so I mean, that that's. They're the not nerdy anymore. Non- they're mainstream. Nah, they're a bit nerdy, aren't they? 
Have you seen The Joker, George? That's a comic book film, and everyone loves that. Yeah, I've not he seen loves, it. Never he loves see it. He loves walking down them stairs. <laughs> <laughs> I'd probably say Doctor Who, I guess. That, yeah, that's an obvious one for you, I think, because yeah. Doctor Who is like catnip, isn't it, for geeks? Yeah, well, but, yeah, all right. Um, Mr. Mm, I write down phone numbers from phone boxes. Yeah, that's, that's pretty bad, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll go with that, then. Um, two, that question two, which of your nerdisms mm. is best? What, but do, do they mean Doctor Who or writing down numbers out of phone boxes? <laughs> Or do they mean your various nerdisms that you've got individually? I don't know. I don't know. Well, I'd say Doctor Who at least has an artistic purpose. It's sort of got a fan base as well. I mean, no one's and doing what you're base. doing apart from you. Yeah, that's true. So we'll go with mine. <laughs> Have you ever considered... <laughs> three, question three. Have you ever considered a fan meet and greet? No. no. Nope. Nope, because nope. our fans are... Well, thanks... For all your email. He says thanks for your time. Uh, yeah, it's the last of it you're going to get, mate. <laughs> <laughs> We've also had another email. This is a. I've 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 left this one for last because it's it's much better. Um, yeah. This maybe is my favourite email we've ever got. Um, because I'll tell you why in a minute. Uh, it's from Ajira Book, the best oh, job where? site in Tanzania. <laughs> so I can't actually read. Any of what they've sent, uh, no. I can't see any way of translating it. Uh, the bottom, I'm trying to find a way to kind of uh, translate it, and it says <laughs> gives me various options. This email was sent to crasspodcast at gmail dot com, and then there are some other options. Why did I get this? <laughs> <laughs> um, unsubscribe from this. No, I will not unsubscribe to this list because I would like to know more about uh, how to become a driver. <laughs> An executive assistant, a shift in charge, and that's written in capital letters. <laughs> a homeroom teacher, just a teacher. I don't know what the difference between a homeroom teacher and a teacher is, George. Well, the, or, the latter one's not in a homeroom. Come on, Paul. Well, I guess so. Well, what like, the fuck is a homeroom? Room in your is home. Is it a room in the home? I guess so. Am I going to get loads of Tanzanian people just coming and live it, learning stuff off me in my house? Well, it's me mum's. Well, I don't think you're qualified, Paul. To be honest, if you don't know what a homeroom no. is, you're not no, going to get mean, a I know, job. Fuck all. And then finally, laboratory technician. I could become. I could learn to become. I could become all of those yeah. thanks to a Jira book. See, this is what a good email is. It's yeah. offering us something. Yes, value for our time, isn't it? Not not like the usual tripe. No, I mean most emails we get are basically. Uh, well, oh, can you put me on the podcast? I'm going to write something that I think is funny, and I want you to read it out for me so I can be part of your podcast. A Jira book is going. Yeah, okay. I'll tell you what. I'll help you become a teacher. Yeah. I'll help you become a, a shift in charge. <laughs> I'll do whatever you want. You know, yeah, this is something that you can have. It's not like they've sent us an email saying, oh, "Please, please, please read out what I send you, please." <laughs> like that. Which is what everyone no, else haven't. has done. They've been, they've been good old Ajira book is what I say. Yeah, the best job site in Tanzania. Yeah, a crass recommendation. <laughs> <laughs> so that's all the emails that have come up on my phone, but I don't get all of them. So you've not seen the other email? Oh, we've got another one. No, we've I didn't had know a very about this. special email, Paul. You'll never you believe who's emailed in. <laughs> no, I bet I can't. 
It's only the Roxy Music heartthrob, Brian Ferry. <laughs> oh, brilliant. God, oh, great. I love Brian. I'm glad he's emailed in. I mean, yeah, he's a hero of mine too. What does he say? He says, how are you, crass? Why I, lads? I've been meaning to email him for a while. I was just getting to see Crass's were favourite podcast and every Friday night I sit down with a bottle of Nuki Brune and listen to it. I didn't listen to any other gadgies. I listened to cheap show ones. Had a way on bollocks, man. Our design pet, Brian Ferry. P.S. I like doing a new jingle for you. It's a proper better oh, like. brilliant. Of course he has. So do you want to hear what Brian's Obviously. Attached? Obviously I want to hear what Brian sent us. <laughs> Friday nights in my own space I get my fix from the iTunes place up, it's coming up, I wait till four Crass is the drug and I need to score Talking balls of Paul and George are having fun I laugh till five, then the podcast's gone I'm all teased, heard about telly Grass is the drug gotta hook on me. Oh, oh dear. catch those sounds. Grass is the drug I hear downtowns. Oh, <laughs> don't you fear? Grass is the drug to hear. That is a good song, isn't it, George? <laughs> I was actually genuinely enjoying that. Not that I didn't enjoy um, Errol's last week. Yeah. Obviously, that was great as well. But that, that's really nice of Brian, isn't it, to send us it's that? It's great of him to send us that. Yeah. Is he in contact with Errol, do you think? Maybe they've like... I think I think they've got their own WhatsApp group where they... Uh, <laughs> where they uh, stay in touch and make recommendations for podcasts, <laughs> films. Brian and Errol's podcast group. I think they've actually got a podcast about um, yeah. other podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't think much cheap show, did he? <laughs> Didn't think much. Oh, so cheers, Brian Ferry. That's lovely. Yeah, um, nice one. Thank you very much. Another one to add to the... Uh, now that's what I call crass Spotify playlist. Yep. So cheers. <laughs> <laughs> Stop uh, the presses again! Please! Please! It's the end of the crass correspondence. Right, well, Paul, I think it's time for you to tell me what you've been watching this week. Tell me what you've been watching this week. You tell them you saw it on the, um, the telly. Well, George, since it's coming up to Halloween... Well, not for you listeners, it was yesterday. Mm. But since when we're yep. recording this, it's coming up to Halloween, I thought I'd watch one of my favourite spooky classics, Ghost Watch. George, have you ever watched Ghost Watch? I haven't. No, I haven't seen it all the way through. It's good. But I, I know the premise, and, yeah, it does seem like it'd be pretty good. Yeah, I think it is up your street. Listeners, if you're not familiar with Ghost Watch... First of all, I think you should just go and watch it, Ghost. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because it is, it's a really good piece of scary drama. So basically, it's like a kind of, it's a drama from the, when is it? Oh, I should have looked at when it was made before I actually 
recorded yeah. the pod. Give me a sec, George. Just go on IMDb now. There is some dead air, some dead air, some dead air, some dead air. There is dead air, there is dead Nineteen ninety-two, it was made. Yeah, it's professional, wasn't it? Um, and it's so it's a drama, but it's sort of disguised as a live TV broadcast, starring genuine uh, TV stars like Michael Parkinson and Sarah Green. Um, yeah, and I've, it's very. It's got a real cult following. Ghost Watch. I really love it. It's a perfect. It's a great film to watch if you're into the whole Halloween yeah. thing. Which actually, to be honest, I'm not I'm not really into the whole commercialization of Halloween. Or Halloween just in general. What do you prefer it when <laughs> do you prefer the true meaning of Halloween? <laughs> not really, no. I'm not one of those sort of cunts who's like, Oh, Halloween these days is too commercialised. I wish we could just just sacrifice some people again for fuck's sake. But I'm not averse to a bit of sort of horror, bit of spookiness. I'm I'm up for that, but I just can have it all oh, year. That's a shame. Yeah. Rather than just going, oh, today's the day we're going to do that. Fuck that. Yeah. Whereas with me, just does my head in. <laughs> but, um, what, the, yeah, so Ghostwatch has got this cult following and it's been very heavily. There's a documentary called Behind the Curtains, which I'm trying to get hold mm. of, but it's fucking hard to find. Like, you can't yeah. buy it or anything. You can't get it online. Fuckers, just put it out. I want to watch it. I'm happy to pay some money, dickheads. Just make it available. You know, um, anyway, but every sort every second it seems of Ghostwatch has been poured over. But there are a yeah. few bits that I don't see talked about very much, including one particular right. bit that I'll get to um, in a minute. But George, I just want I've gonna I've sent you some uh, the clips from Ghostwatch just to kind of get uh, the idea of what it is. If you want to watch the first one, yeah. So just to set this clip up, this is Sarah Green. The real uh, presenter, who they've kind of, who's like a field reporter, who's gone out to the haunted house to go and uh, go and check it out. There we are. Hi, Pam. Now, um, oh look, here we are. This is the burger alarm that Alan Demescu was talking about. Burger alarm. Burger alarm. Burger alarm. So she's not an actor. She's not an actor, Sarah Green. So it's not her fault. But you think they could have gone back and re-recorded that burger yeah. alarm? It's a burger What's a burger alarm? Well, maybe that was a deliberate mistake that was left in to make it seem authentic. Oh, maybe. Do you know what I mean? I'm not saying there's a problem with it, oh. but it's just, you know, it's just you'd think they could go back. And anyway, do you want to watch the next clip? So it's the next one, Michael Parkinson. So Parky, and so for the next clip, Parky is in the studio with... Um, I can't remember the name of the ghost expert. She's not real. She's just she's an actor. Yeah. Um, but um, this is the sort of first example of of it doing something a bit scary. Can you hear this? Are you are you hearing? It's coming from in. <laughs> oh, bit scary that, isn't it? Yeah. Listeners, obviously, you can't see what was happening, so I'm going to have to describe it to you. But Sarah Green opened a cupboard. Just I can't remember why. Jones are covered, and a spooky ape man jumps out at her, and it's frightening. Yeah. Oh, what's what's going on? Well, play the next clip, and we'll find out. <laughs> oh, <laughs> would you believe it? <laughs> An utter beast. 
Beast! I got it! Look at that twist and Mike Smith, is it? <laughs> I don't know, though. Is it, is it your idea, this? You well, I had a bet with your husband that I could get a four-letter word out here on television. I, I nearly did as well. It was Beast. B-E-A-S-T. Beast. You're a class act. <laughs> so, listeners, if you couldn't recognise that cheeky chappy's voice, it was all, it was Craig Charles all along. Hey. He was in the mask. I... It's not... It isn't at the end. It isn't like revealed that it was all Craig Charles, which is a shame. <laughs> like Scooby Doo, where they just, <laughs> where they just, oh Craig Charles, and I would have gotten away with it. I wouldn't have got away with it too if it weren't for you meddling kids. <laughs> I would have gotten away with it if it wasn't for meddling Sarah Green. <laughs> That's Paul Gannon, isn't it? <laughs> No, the it's man... just my voice that I do for people from up there. <laughs> the man who haunts us. <laughs> I once saw Craig Charles outside of a pub in uh, Media City. Did you? And he looked really, really fed up. Oh, poor Craig Charles. because he's not in Korea anymore. Mm. Yeah. So the final clip is, is, is a moment that is never discussed when it comes to Ghostwatch, but I think it's the most brilliant piece of anything ever. Drama. Yep. It's got everything. I'm, I can't even describe it. Just play the clip. You okay, Suzanne? Yes, Have your crisps? Yeah. Yep. Good. <laughs> <laughs> I love that bit. That bit's great. <laughs> plenty, plenty of crisps. <laughs> Something about that line just speaks to me. What? Plenty of crisps. <laughs> plenty of crisps. <laughs> just, I just. I, it's weird. When I first watched it, it just stuck in my head the whole time. I was thinking. She asked a little girl if she had plenty of crisps. Who's, I think partly it was like, who says that in real life? Yeah. Have you got plenty of crisps? <laughs> and I just pictured like this, for the whole time all the ghost shit's out there, I'm just thinking, how many crisps have they got? Well, like, plenty is the answer. Plenty, but like, I never, you never see any crisps in the actual film. So you... Like, there's no hint of crisp. So... So... That's that's weird, then. I'm glad we're, we're analysing it now, because it's been overlooked yeah. by... <laughs> by everyone else. I think that is something that they've missed out on. The fact that she says plenty of crisps. Yeah. But there is no crisps. That's a that's a for those who don't know, the whole thing with Ghost Watch is there is a ghost called Pipes. Mm. Who was like um who was like a pedo and he got killed by these cats. <laughs> and you can hear these cats for the whole film. Uh and but he's like you see him in the background of various scenes. Like, and they don't even reference the fact that he's in the background. Yeah. But maybe, I don't know, maybe in one script, like one version of the script, there was something about crisps. <laughs> <laughs> what, sort of like ghost something crisps? about crisps. Yeah. It's good, though, Ghost Watch. And it kind of, what I quite like, what I like about it is it's quite clever in that in it, it, it slowly reveals aspects mm. of the kind of ghost yeah. thing. And spoilers... But the the reason it manages to kind of come back uh, into full power, this ghost, is that the fact they're filming it means it's like they've created like a kind of global seance. Yes. When it, so they, which is quite clever. But I do wonder if maybe in another version of the script there was something about everyone eating crisps. Mm. Yeah. And like that helped to bring it back. It's like Gary Lineker has sort of sacrificed <laughs> potato. <laughs> And that's um, woken the dark spirits. So if and then pipes <laughs> comes back. So if anyone is for, who may, who was involved with the making of Ghostwatch, if anyone who was who was doing that, if anyone like that was is listening, mm. um, please let me know if there was a cut, something, any cut to, to do with crisps. Yeah, 
there was a kind of subplot about the crisps. Well, according... Because I need to know. I've just got it up on Amazon here. And it says yep. one of the uh, special features is if you put the DVD-ROM into a computer, it's got some production notes and scripts as a PDF. Is that the BFI version? It is, yeah. Yeah, that's not the one I've got. Mm. That's it's not available sure. anymore, that one. No. We'll never know, then. If you've got... <sighs> if anyone's got BFI that copy, then just... Of Ghostwatch. You find out. Don't, Pipes don't really can be seen it. in the background with a bag of what's-its. Not technically a crisp. No. Don't worry, George, I've got in there. I've no, got no, in there. I know. Don't worry. I know. You've, you've, you've read up on... Anyway, that's Ghostwatch. I only talked about it because it's Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> George, what are you telling me? What you've been watching this week? Well, I've not really been watching much this week, if I'm honest. But one thing that... Because I know you're into all this Halloween shit. So what I thought I'd do was revisit um, a ghost... A famous person tell on YouTube. You want to hear it? Of course I do. Here we go. Right, George, this is me cold open. Okay. Um. <laughs> oh, I've got a cold. Have you just literally interpreted the phrase cold open? Well, it just it works, doesn't it? Because I've got a cold. And you know what? It is cold as well, isn't it, George? There is a bit of a chill. It's yeah. properly bitter. Mm. I've got a hoodie on. I never have a hoodie on. Yeah. So um, it's perfect, actually, for this spooky <laughs> night. Well, um, you mean the, the bitter chill? Yeah. <laughs> Right, George, yes. we're going into our, our big finale now. Uh, last time we had a Halloween special, um, we invented some... We tried to improvise some ghost stories, and it didn't go well at all. No. Well. It was really bad. It was painful. We were crap. Mm. So what I thought I'd do instead is find some online. Yeah. And just read them out. Yeah. <laughs> so, listeners, I hope you've got your candles lit, and I hope you've got your cowls on. I hope all the lights are out. I hope you're all sitting in a circle. hope you've drawn like a pentagram on a bit of paper hope you've burned in a chicken or whatever because it's time to get because you've left spooky. the roast on <laughs> we're gonna get dark now george so yeah okay come on so this is from uh reddit r <laughs> <laughs> forward slash short scary stories yeah. emphasis on short i didn't mm. we didn't want to get into anything over yeah 300 words Mm-hmm. Absolutely not. Yeah. So this is a story uh, called "It's been two weeks since my reflection turned its back on me." Can you put some sort of scary, sort of hello, ghoulish music in? Hello. Can you hey. hear me? Uh, no, it's working now. Sorry. Okay. Definitely. Yeah. Okay. 
So you're going to put some scary music under this? Yeah, yeah, I'll Good. find some up. Thank you. It's been two weeks since my reflection turned its back on me. Yesterday, this is uh, from uh, Doctor Coz. By the way, just Doctor Coz. Doctor Coz is the name of the uh, is the name of the user who wrote this. Yesterday, the Pope killed himself by jumping off his balcony in the Vatican after addressing the millions gathered outside there for a week. <laughs> he said, "God has abandoned us all." And there was no hope of redemption. It's been predicted. Do you know what, George? I'm not going to bother reading the scary stories because no. it's crap. Yeah. And um, actually, I've just remembered that I've got a better story than anything that oh, anyone really? else could write. This is a true story. It really happened to me. So uh, we're going to have to have a chapter of my autobiography. Paul Austin, Life Lessons from an Expert. Chapter 52, The Time I Met a Ghost. Probably. (laughs) All right, you fat bastard! When my father heard this signal, he was standing in the doorway of the Droitwich Spa station ticket office, jazz fag in hand, with normal fag in mouth. He groaned, as he always did, and turned to me. I'm not fat! You're fat! Charming. What a way for a father to speak to his son. (laughs) My father had been unemployed since well before I was born Getting by on scratch cards and by selling his own vomit My mother, who at the time was holding down three separate jobs Waitress in a cocktail bar, loan shark, jockey Had finally had enough of his, as she put it, mardi ass bullshit She gave him an ultimatum Get a job or she would kick the cat to death He quite liked the cat, so he got a job at the train station his duties mainly involved ensuring that the vending machines were stocked at all times. Nobody ever used the vending machines, so he mostly just stood around smoking and guffing. My primary school was relatively near the station, about 20 minutes by train, so I'd make my way over at the end of the day and he would drive me home. Sometimes we'd stop off somewhere, maybe for a McDonald's, or to throw stones at the old people's home windows. I treasure these memories. In fact, the three or so months he worked at the station were some of the best times I've ever had with my father, and we've never quite managed to bond in such a way since. But on this day, something about my dad was off. He looked anxious. But on this day, something about my dad was off. He looked anxious, scared even. He kept looking at the vending machines as if someone were you. He kept looking at the vending machines as if someone was using them when they absolutely weren't. They were shit. My dad only stocked them with Twixes and mini cheddars. Crap. <laughs> Jesus, Dad, I said. You're looking at me like I'm Paul Daniels or something. I'm not. I'm Paul Austin. He shook his head and closed his eyes. Oh, yeah. I thought I'd seen you about. He was right fucking slow sometimes. I'd been at school all day. How could he have seen me hanging around the train station, idiot? I let it slide. Come on, Dad, let's go. Wizardora's on in seven minutes. I went to leave, but my dad didn't budge. I'm not coming here. He took his car keys out of his pocket and held them out to me. You go, I'm staying. I was only nine at the time, so I didn't take the keys. If Dad wanted me to push off, I was happy to oblige. I'd just walk the 15 miles instead. As I turned to leave, he spoke again. Son, when you come tomorrow, don't call out. Especially not language like... What did you say? Sorry? You just said... What did you say? 
I laughed. No, I just. Fine. Yeah, but you. No, I didn't say anything. Hello. 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 Can you hear me? Paul, can you hear me? Hello. Hello. Right. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Yeah. Can Hello. You... Am I all right? I can't Hello? hear you. Nothing's coming through. Oh, fucking hell. Hello, Hello, Paul. Can Fuck you? Fuck shit. Yeah. All my. Hello. Oh, hang on. No, can't be a power cut. George, can you hear me? I can hear. Yeah, oh, can you hear me? This is bloody typical. Hell. This we've had shit in nightmares the whole time. What's that? Ah! Oh shit! Fuck! Paul. Hello. Oh, you're a bastard thing. Hello? Hello? Crisps. Plenty of crisps. <laughs> 